How are you everyone? Magandang umaga sa inyo at maligo sa bagong taon. Naligo na ba kayo? Manigong bagong taon. Happy New Year to everybody. You know, unang dating ko dito sa sa church two three Sundays ago uh, on the second service. I came here, I whispered to my to my son and and to my to my wife. I complained. Pagdating ko pala nagko-complain na ako. Bakit ako nagko-complain? Kasi ang dami ko nang hindi kilala dito. <laughs> ang dami ng mga bagong muka. At ibig sabihin nun, this, this church is growing. Okay? It used to be the first service is just a few people. Right? Ang tingin ko sa first service nun, express. Sabi nila, express service. Ito yung mga taong nagmamadali. Yung isang, yung isang paa na sa, sa site, yung isa nandyan. Kaya pagkatapos ng worship, alis na kagad. Pero hindi. Nakita ko first service, you're doing huddle, you know, you're... you're, you're Fellowshipping with people, so good. So this church is growing, and 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 I, I feel I feel sad for for faces I don't see anymore. Oh, one reason for one reason or another, they they left. I miss Nanay Polly. She's always the the woman who would come to me when she's so excited to see me, would embrace me, hug me, and would would just say good things about me. <laughs> I, I love Nanay Polly. Yeah. And uh, I, I see old faces too, and, and I'm glad I see them. They're, they're, that means they're growing. You know, yeah. they, they, they're stuck here, they're planted here, and they're active, and they're doing a lot for the Lord. Yeah. All right, so this church is growing. So how has your 2020 been so far? It's been four days. Today's the fifth day. Do you think there will be more? Of course, it's only the fourth day. <laughs> and do you think that 2020 can be the best year ever for you? Yes. Amen? Okay. It could be. It could be the best thing that could ever happen to you. For one thing, meron kayong worship hall. All right? 1,500 people assembled together. Aircon, hindi na nagsusweat. Hindi ko na kailangan ng towel. At pag magpipreach siguro ako. Yeah? So, that, that would be, that's good news. But more than this uh, this uh, news is, is God will be working tremendously in this church to reach out to the lost and to make uh, uh, leaders out of you, out of you people. All right? So, sa Facebook, nag-browse up. Paminsan-minsan lang ako nagbabrowse ng Facebook. And then I browse the Facebook on the 1st of January. And, and I, I, I probably read two or three posts that says, uh, what's in it for me this year, Lord, 2020? I'm excited what, 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 is, what is in store for me, what the Lord has for me in 2020. Okay, so that's, that's, that's probably just a question, but probably the back of their minds, they really meant it. Lord, what is, what's in it for me this 2020? And I would imagine God saying, Are you asking me? Are you really serious? You really want to know? Well, I can make your 2020 the best year ever for you. Right? But, yeah, really, Lord, how, how could you do that, Lord? How does it sound if I make 2020 a year where you flourish and grow? Does that sound nice? Yeah. Sounds nice, right? Flourish and grow. But it's not what you think it is, you know? It means different. And it's not about more money, you know, new car, new house, new girlfriend, new boyfriend. It's not about it. But it could be it, you know, it could be a bonus, 
Yeah. So what is it, Lord? Well, I want you to turn your Bibles to Psalms 92, verses 12 to 15. And the answer would be just right there in this verse. Verses. Okay. Let's read it all together. Is it there? All right. So the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. Proclaiming the Lord is a pride. He is my rock. And there is no wickedness in him. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises, Lord. For they always come true. And today I pray for your anointing, Lord, as I speak your message to your church today. May it fall on, on eager ears and, and receive by open hearts. Be with us, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So this year, we will flourish and grow. Amen? Amen. We will flourish like a palm tree and we will grow like a cedar tree. Alam niyo kung ano yung ibig sabihin ng flourish. It has a nice ring to it, right? Flourish. Sounds, it rhymes with flow rich. Flow rich. Flow rich. Okay? So it means thriving. In English, it's developing vigorously. It's not just growing, it's thriving. It's, it's having fruits. Maraming, maraming fruits. It's prospering. Right? Sa Tagalog, namumukadkad. Namumunga. Na, namumulaklak. Yumayabong. Hindi yumayabang, ha? Iba yun, yumayabang. Okay. So, uh, uh, you know what a palm tree is? Maraming klaseng palm tree. Merong, yung coconut tree is a palm tree. Yung dates is a palm tree. Ano pa? Maraming pang ibang klaseng palm tree. Alam nyo, ang palm tree, maraming mga, mga gamit yan. The coconut, for example, is a tree of a thousand uses. Di ba? Mula sa taas hanggang sa baba, meron paggagamitan ang coconut tree. Yung prutas niya, napakaraming uh, uh, pag- pwede paggamitan. Pati yung kanyang leaves, ano, ginagamit na walisting thing, di ba? Ginagamit yun sa pag-worship ng Panginoon. Nung, nung, di ba, nung Jesus Christ entered the Jerusalem, they, palas, palas, pas. Yes, palas, pas. So, it is a tree that has, uh, has a lot of uses. And if you extract the oil from a palm tree, you will use that oil for like, like soap, for syrup, for preservative, for, for soft drinks even. So maraming pagagamitan. Yung kanyang wood fibers, it can be used in hats, parquet, flooring, diba sa, sa sahig, hammocks. And the wood itself is used to construct a wicker furniture. So... Even a cedar tree. You know what a cedar tree is? You have a picture of a cedar tree? So it's a huge tree. It's known for its strength. It's for its durability. Matibay. Matibay ang, ang punong kahoy na ito. Its appearance is very pleasing. Look. Ang ganda. Ano? And its smell is very fragrant. Mabango. It has antibacterial and antifungal properties. So it's, it's used in, in, many, in many ways. You know, nung pinatayo ang temple ng Panginoon by pinatayo ni Solomon, King Solomon, he used cedar trees. He imported cedar trees from Lebanon and used the wood for beams and posts for the uh, temple. Kasi napakatibay nito. 
Okay? So do you want to be compared to a palm tree? A palm tree that has many uses? Do you want to be a cedar tree that is strong and durable and fragrant and has antifungal properties? Antifungal. Kailangan natin yun. Ano? Para sa pampaalis ng mga kung ano-ano sa, sa kutis natin. So you want a person to be a person of a thousand uses in 2020. Yes. Ah, a thousand uses. Do you want a Lord to use you in many ways? Yes. Do you want to grow like a cedar tree, strong, made of durable materials that the Lord can use to build His church? When God will use you, He will take care of you. He will provide your needs and He will protect you. He will feed you and He will grow you. Pero, ang sabi sa ating uh, text ay, it's only the righteous who will grow and flourish. Only the righteous. Ano ang righteous? Kung minsan ayaw natin magamit yung word na righteous to refer to ourselves, right? Uh, gusto natin, we, we, we like it when we are described as a compassionate person, you know, kind, humble, merciful person, forgiving person. But when it comes to a righteous person, medyo, oh, because we're thinking of what? Self-righteous. It doesn't refer to self-righteous. When we say righteous, it is not a righteousness that comes from you. Instead, it comes from a righteousness uh, from the Lord. The Lord's righteousness. The Bible says the righteous shall live by faith. It's not faith in yourself, but faith in God. Maraming mga narinig natin, oh, believe in yourself. You know, no matter what, just believe in yourself. You can do it, you can do it. Okay? Just believe, ano naman ang mabibili ko sarili ko? I, I fail, I make mistakes, I do a lot of errors, you know, I make judgments, wrong judgments, poor choices. Why would I believe in myself? But if I believe in God, then I would never be wrong. Right? So the, the only righteousness that we should have is God's righteousness. And that is based on our faith. Okay? So, ang righteousness nababasa yan sa faith mo. Eh. Ever since the beginning of time, Noah was described as a righteous person and God saved him. Because he walked faithfully with God. Abraham is a father of faith. He was declared, he was credit, his, his, his faith was credited as righteousness by God. And God, when he was deciding to to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, these wicked cities, he decided to save only the righteous. Okay? God saved only the righteous. And God saves those who are, have faith in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3 verse 9. We don't have a righteousness of our own, but our righteousness comes from God through faith in Christ Jesus. And Romans 3 verse 22, this righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. So, kung hindi kayo nasa Panginoong Jesus, I'm sorry na hindi kayo magpo-flourish and grow according to the purposes and designs of the Lord. So, you gotta make a decision. This 2020, if you want to flourish and grow, if you want 2020 to be the best year ever for you. Now, the righteous flourish and grow because they are what? Planted in the house of God. 
trees planted on the, on the right so, soil and are well taken care of are the ones that grow and flourish. They are the ones that bear fruit and will last a long, long time. Uh, I, I told you uh, probably two or three years ago about the orange tree that I planted in my backyard in, in, in the U.S. I planted an orange tree on my 50th birthday. And I bought the tree from Home Depot. It has like six orange fruits that are that taste taste good, matames. And so I was hoping, I was dreaming that probably in the next spring uh, season I will be harvesting orange, sweet, delicious orange fruits. Okay, so I planted it there in the backyard, and it never grew. It never bore fruit. Now, there was a tremendous rain last, last year in uh, California. And I was hoping that this rain is going to make this orange tree grow fruit. And it did. It had three small orange fruits. But they were like, they, they were, they were, they were uh, as big as calamansi. calamansi. So I, I never get to taste them. I, I left the, the, the U.S. to come here, and then I, I don't know what happened to those orange. Those orange. Well, I green thumb. Eh. Sino may green thumb sa inyo? Pag may green thumb ka, mapapal, mapapalago mo yon. But I planted also a calamansi tree two years ago. And you know what? I'm, I've been harvesting calamansi fruits for, for, you know, a lot of calamansi fruits for two years already. Yeah. You know why? Because I planted that calamansi tree in good soil. And I realized that I planted that orange tree in bad soil. You know, if you plant a tree in bad soil, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to die eventually. I'm expecting that orange tree to die eventually. And so, is a, and so is a Christian. If you don't plant a Christian in good soil, then it, it, it's, it, you're going to die. You're not going to grow. You cannot flourish if you are outside the house of God. So in the Old Testament, the house of God is a temple. In the New Testament, the God's house is His church. It's not a building, but it's the community of believers. And the Bible speaks of the universal church, which which refers to all the believers in general. And the local church, which refers to the assembly of believers. Like the San Fernando Christian community, you are the church. It's not this building. It's not going to be that building. But it's you who are assembled, who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So for us to grow and flourish, we need to be planted in a local church where you get the feeding and the protection and the training to serve God. The righteous person cannot stay where he was originally planted. He cannot flourish and grow in his relationship with Christ if he lives apart from his house. Unfortunately, maraming mga Kristiyano, they think that they can grow apart from, apart from the church. Akala nila pwede. But I say this is impossible. You wouldn't even survive, uh, much less thrive. There's no way that you will remain being a follower of Christ if you are not connected to a local church. Proverbs 18 verse 1 says, A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. Because a a Christian should seek the desire of God, not his own desire. 
Okay? He may start desiring uh, God's will, but eventually he would be fulfilling his own desires and not God's. And eventually he will die a spiritual death. So you cannot, you cannot and will not grow just by watching Joel Osteen or Joyce Mayers on TV or Stephen Furtick on YouTube. No, no, no church, no fellowship. Uh, because we are called upon to meet as a family, not to forsake the assembly, to celebrate, to gather together, to celebrate the Lord's communion, to encourage one another, to pray for one another, right? So we, we, we need to be interacting, loving, connecting with each other. And these things cannot be done if you isolate yourself from the body of Christ. And I've seen a lot of people from this church, when they withdrew, they die spiritually. You know, they don't, they're not active anymore. I, I don't know where they are. Some of them are just gone. Okay? You know what a redwood is? Redwood, yung sequoia tree. Yung pinaka mataas, pinaka malaking uh, wood. Na, napakalaking wood yan. Pero alam mo ang isang redwood, uh, kasi napakalaking niya, yung roots niya, hindi masyadong malalim. So that when the wind, a really strong wind blows, it will fall. But you know the redwood don't, don't, doesn't fall. You know why? Because they are surrounded by other redwoods. And although all of them are so huge and their roots are not deeply rooted, their roots, they, they do not fall because their roots link with each other. They hold each other up. Okay? So that, that's the same thing with Christians. There cannot be a family if we don't interact with each other. Meron akong kakilala, mahilig manood ng mga mga Christian programs, mga TV programs. Yeah, sa TV. Nasa TV lang siya. He watches Joseph Prince, Joel Austin, he watches Catholic services, he watches Iglesia Ni Cristo, he watches El Shaddai, Dating Daan, Kibuloy, you know. <laughs> and the tragedy is, he thinks that every, every religion is, are the same. The, the bigger tra- tragedy is, he's not confused at all. Hindi siya nalilito. Okay? He might as well watch Muslim services too. Huh? So, and I, I remember this, uh, this, this illustration, the story of uh, this boy. I don't know if you have heard of this boy. I heard it from, I think, Ravi Zacharias or somebody. I think Ravi Zacharias told about this uh, small boy who badly wanted a, a, a bicycle. And he was told that if you want a bicycle, you have to pray for it. So, but he doesn't know how to pray. So he went to the TV, turned on the TV, and he watched a Christian program. Then after the Christian prayer, he turned it off, and then he went to pray, and he said, Lord Jesus, Almighty Father in heaven, if it's in your vast and infinite wisdom, your plan that I get myself a bicycle, according to your perfect will, I will get it tomorrow. But only, Lord, if it is your perfect will. And so, amen. And so he, he, he slept through the night, and then he woke up the, the uh, next day. He went to the door and he said, he didn't find any bicycle. No bicycle. So he said, maybe I, wrong, I, I, I prayed the wrong prayer. So he went to the TV again, watched another station, another Christian program, and then 
turned it off and went to his bedroom and prayed another one and said, Dear Jesus, you are the provider of all things. You said that if, when we knock, you open the door. When we ask, you give it to us. I declare my need for a bicycle and I declare it to be a blue bicycle. And I demand that it will be here tomorrow. I claim it now, Lord God. It will be there tomorrow at 5.30 in the morning by my door. Because you want your children to prosper. The following day, he looked at the door and bicycle wasn't there. No bicycle. So he was so disappointed. And then so he walked through the, the street. He saw the statue of, of Mary. Statue of Virgin Mary. He took it. He took the, the statue and then he went home, went to his bedroom and prayed again. And he said, Lord, if you don't give me a blue bicycle tomorrow, you will never see your mother again. So, so that's, that's what happens if you, if you just watch TV and not, have a, not be planted to a family. You know, some Christians are like weeds. Alam yung weeds? Rot, mga damo. Weeds appear in different places. And then they are gone. They disappear, you know. Because they have no roots to keep them still. The wind blows and they tumble down and they die. The sun shines and they got toasted and die. The, when the rain pours, they drown and die. And weak Christians are like that. They show up everywhere. And you think that they are very spiritual, you know, because they post on Facebook, you know, that they, they, he, he, he has a... a, a picture with this pastor, that popular pastor, another pastor, another Sunday, you know, wow, this guy is so cool, he's such, such a great Christian, but actually, he is not planted in any church, <laughs> and when storms in life come, he would simply wilt and die, because he is never planted, so when you are planted in the house of God, you will flourish, you will flourish in the court of God, you will flourish where Jesus is. Whenever you are in the presence of Jesus, you will flourish. Amen? Do you believe that? Raise your hands if you believe that. Okay, very good. Now, God protects those who are planted in His church. A tree transplanted in the temple courts would be protected from, from any harm. Strong winds, you know, violent winds. For those who want to chop it down and to, to, do, uh, to make firewood or lumber. So the temple courts, the church is the safest place in the world for you to be. The temple is the safest place in the world for a tree to be. Because if you belong to God, His eye is always upon you. His love surrounds you and you are safe from those who hurt you. And the next one, and this is good, it's my favorite part. When you are planted, He will make you bear fruit even in... Old age. You know, I'm old. I admit that I'm old. When people ask me, and in the office they ask me, how old are you, Noel? I'm, I'm 68. I'll be 69 uh, next year. But of course, that's not the truth. Because I want to hear them say, hey, you don't look 69. <laughs> yeah, but I tell them it's just a joke. I don't lie. <laughs> but isn't this a wonderful promise by God? That... You will bear fruit even in old age. Natutuwa ba kayo nito? Sinong natutuwa dito? Usually old people just slow down and fade away, right? Yes, sabi, matatanda, sabi niyo, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pero marami, kasi, kasi naman, they have an excuse. 
uh, good excuse for doing so. Wala nang luksong kanilang mga pa. Yeah, yeah, I have to admit, we deteriorate physically. Kung ano-ano ang nararamdaman natin, my high blood, my diabetes, you know, mga, mga arthritis, and the killer one, gout. Oh, mga in Jesus' name, sana walang gout. Konting lakad lang, hinihingal na tayo. Diba? Di na nakapag-memorize ng verses. Kaya palaging, kami-kami nga mga matatanda, palaging sinasabihan ng aming pastor sa US, oh, saan yung mga memory verse nyo? Ay, oo nga pala, nakalimutan namin. So, hindi namin nakalimutan nag-memorize. Nag-memorize kami, pero nakalimutan na namin ang memorize <laughs> Ganun kami mga matatanda. So, my, our pastor is so understanding because he himself just turned 50 years old. <laughs> and he knows he's going there. But sometimes I respect their excuses. Sometimes, you know, especially the gout. It's, it's really cruel to have gouts. Uh, but, you know, most of the time their excuses are just excuses. You know, you know what I mean. But, you know, I have a great admiration and respect for people who, despite their advanced age, are still fruitful in the kingdom of the Lord. And I know some people, and I can see some people, I can point to some people, but I don't want to embarrass them. Yeah. Na merong mga tumatanda talaga, pero ginag- habang tumatanda, lalong ginaganahan sa pagsilbi sa Diyos, sa gawain ng Diyos. They refuse to be slowed down by age and even by sickness. They still have the same drive to win souls, to encourage people, to preach the gospel, to pray for other people, to visit the sick. Retirement is not in their dictionary. Ah, di ba? Maalala niyo si John Maxwell. Do you know John Maxwell? John Maxwell is the, the leadership, uh, uh, the author of leadership books. Okay? Ang sabi niya, ang tatay niya is like uh, 90 plus years old. But he was talking about his father. His father was, uh, uh, used to be a church leader. I think a pastor. I'm not sure about that. But this is, somebody asked his father, when are you going to retire? Because he keeps on preaching, keeps on organizing churches, you know, forming churches. And somebody asked him, when are you going to retire? You're 90-something. And he said, when I die, that's the time when I retire. Yeah. Right? So retirement is not in their vocabulary. And even Rick Warren's father, if you, if you read the, the, the Purpose Driven Life book, in his deathbed, he was, also, he was crying to the Lord, one more soul, one more soul. Before he expires. He wants to save one more soul. Before he expires. You know why they never stop working? It is because they were well planted in the kingdom of the Lord. So, if you have not invested much in the kingdom of God, you know when is the best time for you to do that? It's now. Never mind the four year, four days that have passed this 2020. Never mind the last five years. They're gone. But you can always start now. You can always start now. So that when you grow old, you can claim the promise of God. You can claim the promise of God. At whatever age you are, you know, you will still bear fruit. In Isaiah 46 verse 4, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. And a person who is planted, God will make you stay fresh and green. Many of you... Many of you are, you know, fresh and green. 
napapahanga ako sa mga ibang mga leaders dito. When they, when they uh, share the Word of God, it is as if it's their first time. It, it is as if they, they were just born again yesterday. You know? These are the people who stay fresh. Even if they're here for many, many years already, they're still sharing the Word of God with the same vigor, with the same enthusiasm, with the same eagerness, with the same purpose in their heart for the glory of God. Right? Your, your pastor is always fresh and green. He's, he's wearing green clothes right now. Pinag-usapan namin yun. No, I'm, not, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And, and in fact, uh, last, last week, Tim and I were talking about some ideas on how to, you know, attract more people in church. And, yeah, team has new ideas. Leaders should get nervous when he has new ideas. <laughs> that means more work for you. So, he was thinking about strategies and how to attract people. You know, when you have a leader like Pastor Tim, you know, you have to be, you have to think that you are in good hands. You are in good hands. You, when you have a leader who never stops thinking, you should be grateful. Yes. How many of you are grateful that your pastor is Pastor Tim? Yes. Uh, how many are not grateful? <laughs> oh, one, two, three, four, five. Sorry, Tim. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, know, you, should be, you should be appreciative more of your pastor. You know, in the U.S., we, have, uh, we celebrate uh, uh, Pastor's Appreciation Month every October. In October every year. How about here? Is, is there an appreciation, pastor appreciation month? Same October, the same, same month. So we do that every year. We appreciate our pastor. We give him gift certificates, you know, we give him a spa, you know, gift card and everything. We treat him to dinner. We give him a, a brief program where people speak to appreciate him. You should be doing that too here. You know, uh, your pastor doesn't want gifts for his birthday, but he wants you to donate for his scholarship program. It's not for him, but it's for people uh, who cannot afford. That's good. That's how, one way to appreciate your pastor. But if you are a good cook, magluto ka ng masarap na uh, adobo daw. Ay, uh, balatong. Well, balatong daw ang gusto niya. Huwag nang lechon kawali kasi baka tataas ang blood pressure niya sa cholesterol niya. And if you know how to massage, you offer a free massage. If you know how to you know, cut hair, offer him a free haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so, alam nyo, mar- marami sa, uh, ano pa, bata pa yan, si Tim, okay? He, but he's still fresh. He's been here for how many years? 30 years already? 30? You, you are 89 years old now, right? Yeah, you, you know, he's been, yeah he, was, he was here when he was 3 years old. <laughs> okay, so, ang mga ibang churches, marami sa US and Europe, okay? These this, this, uh, churches stagnated for long period of time. Why? Because their leaders are not dynamic thinkers. You know, they, they think that, ev- that everything will work the way it used to work when they first started the church or when they were first in church. So it worked before, it should work now. Yun ang kanilang thinking. But they are not mindful of the things happening around them, the changes in the environment, changes of the uh, uh, composition of the population, etc., etc. Technology. So they're still th- uh, singing Hymnals and the millennials are quite like, you know, they're bored. And they're, they're reading the, the King James, the old King James version. And, you know, people just are, are repelled by that. That's why here in this, in this church, we, we train people. This is a training church, right? It's a, 
di ba sa ITRMC sa si Amy? ITRMC is a training hospital. So, ganun din dito sa church na ito. Yung mga doctors na pupunta sa, sa hospital, they don't just work there, get paid. No. They go there to be trained. The doctors who were already there are consultants. They were trained to, to specialize in a particular field. So, this church is not just a church for people who would sit down and watch. Okay? It is the vision of the leaders, leadership of this church for everyone. To not just be members, to not just be attenders, but be leaders. To be discipled and to be disciple makers. Just imagine 1,500 people who are leaders in this church. It would be a church of uh, unbelievable growth. So, blessings for 2020. Ask for, for you to flourish and grow. We always hear people say, Lord, bless me and use me. And, and some people meant the bless me part, but not the use me part. It's because you know what blessings really mean? Blessings is what happens to you when God uses you. When God uses you. And the biggest blessings that you will ever receive is when God uses you for His purposes and for His glory. So when you see an opportunity to praise Him and worship Him, like in soaking, go praise and worship Him. When you see an opportunity to share the Word of God, thank God and go open your Bible and share the Word of God. When there is an opportunity to pray for the sick and the needy, go pray for them and meet the needs their needs. When there is an opportunity for, for, to let people use your house for Bible studies and for fellowship, let them use your house. If there is an opportunity for people to use your car so that they can go to church or go to a cell group or a Bible study, let them use your car. When you, when you have an opportunity to give money to the church, give money to the church. Ang kristyano, mga oportunista. Okay? Mga opportunista. Well, that's, I, I didn't mean it in a negative way, but the positive way. You take adva- advantage of every opportunity that God gives you. That's when you flourish like a palm tree. And you will grow like a cedar tree. You will be strong and you will smell. Smell good. Napapalingon ang mga tao pag may naamoy na mabango, hindi ba? Sarap naman ang amoy. Naamoy sa pagita. You know, uh, fragrance attracts people. Mm, amoy adobo. Fragrance will make people hungry. Hungry for the Word of God. That's what happens when you live a godly life. A flourishing and growing Christian life. You will attract people. When you grow, you will glow. When, when, when you allow God to press you, alam nyo yung, yung sinasabi ko na yung, uh, yung palm tree, when you press the palm tree, maraming mga oils na lumalabas at maraming gamit tung, tung oil na yan. That is, that's what would God, you know, uh, do to you. When God presses you, He will use what comes out of you. Right? So instead of 
praying, God bless me. Pray, God press me. And when you are pressed, that's the time when you, are, when you will grow. And when you grow, you will glow. I hope that when I come back next year, I will be complaining again. That oh, there's even more faces that I don't know. And I hope there will be 1,500 more people that I don't know. <laughs> you know that the greatest fear of the devil is when you multiply. You remember that the Pharaoh was, uh, you know, feared the multiplication of the Israelites. So he did everything to stop the Israelites from growing and from becoming powerful. But growth in numbers only, gro- growth in numbers only does not bother the, the, the devil. You know, when he just sees, looks at you, just coming to church, you know, just attending, you know, the Bible studies uh, with, without you really... Uh, putting into heart everything and ap- applying what you're learning. You just see people going to church. That's it. And doing uh, anything for the glory of Christ, then he will not just bother you. But when he sees people to be flourishing and growing, that's when the devil panics. And he's going to do a lot of things. You expect that to happen when, when, uh, uh, th- this year. Okay, anticipate that the devil is going to do a lot of bad things to this church. He's going to uh, divide people. He's going to sow discontent. He's going to cause people to, to, to criticize their leaders. He's going to divide the church. But don't be afraid. For he who is in you is greater than who is in the world and there is no weapon formed against me, against his church, against its leaders. No weapon formed will ever prosper. If you will let God press you, he will bless you. If, he will, if you will let God press this church, he will bless this church with 1,500 people and with members who will become leaders in 2020. I declare in prayer that this church will flourish like a palm tree and grow like a cedar tree in 2020. Let's all pray. Father, thank you for the new year, for the new hope, the new beginnings, new opportunities. Thank you even for the new souls that are waiting to be harvested this year and souls to be discipled. We are eagerly looking forward to what you can do through us this year. And we invite you to press us, Lord. Press us hard that you may use our talents and gifts and our faithfulness for your purposes and for your glory. Plant us deep in your church that we may be blessed and that we may bless you and bless other people. Make us flourish like the the palm tree and grow like the cedar tree. Lord, may you reveal your plans for this church to Pastor Tim and to the leaders of this church and lead them, Lord God, to the path for its fulfillment in Jesus' name.